ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Raking and Racing. I'm your host, the Gas Man, with my co-host with the most, Lugs. What's up, man? Nuts. Lugs nuts. <laughs> What's up? What's happening? What's happening? What What about that bitch barrel cat? Barrel barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Baskins. Is that our alias, Barrel Caskins? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Barrel Caskins for Halloween this year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, uh, that's wow, that funny. was a screw up. I like it, though. Yeah, so fans, you know, I said before, we usually don't edit the shows, so we probably won't edit that portion nah. out because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> we'll just go with it. Uh, so what are you drinking this week, Lugs? I got me an ice cold bush light. And I've got a Coke Zero. You, uh... Abstaining from alcohol today? I abstain from everything. <laughs> right. Uh, let's talk about Tiger King for a second. Yeah, let's talk about you it. You finish it? Yeah, I finished it. I finished it last night or the night before. Crazy. I, I kind of feel like that the Tiger King, Joe, may be a listener of ours. <laughs> <laughs> he very well might be. Not maybe now that he's in prison, but... Hey, oh, spoiler sure, alert, sorry. Yeah, they probably uh, give him um, like privileges to listen to podcasts while he's in prison. This is a very educational show. Apparently, he's getting a ton of fan mail. Oh, I bet, man. It is insane on how crazy it is. Like, it just it blows my mind. Now, I heard about the Joe guy before this show, because mm-hmm. I remember hearing about him being arrested for the murder for hire stuff. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um but I didn't know all the other st- stuff that went into it. Yeah. Like the that bitch Carol Baskins and like the guy who has like a cult following in South Carolina, North Carolina, whatever it is, and makes women work for him and get like fake breasts and everything. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> There's crazy, so dude. much that happens There's in so that much show. weird stuff in that show. Uh, and I don't want to give any spoilers away, so if you haven't seen it, maybe fast forward to uh, another minute ahead here, but... uh. What about the one of his his husband that? that oh yeah, that, I'll just make I won't. Yeah, the the one that basically said it couldn't fire because the clip wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. So was it on purpose or was it accident? It was I, on purpose. I think. I think he was thought. He, I I think it they, was like it happened, and then they're like, okay, on to the next part of yeah, this. So I think it was on purpose, but I don't think he. I think he didn't think it was gonna go off. So it was an accident. Okay, so guns 101. Always act like the gun is loaded and could potentially go off. Right. Right. <laughs> Let's act that way. Let's be safe. Mm-hmm. Have the muzzle pointed away from people, not your head. One would think that would be the smart way to approach <laughs> it. But uh, but anyways, yeah, go, go watch that, guys, if you haven't yet. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not exactly family-friendly either, so if you got... I, I don't know how to even explain it. It is, it is literally a train wreck that you just cannot take your eyes off of. I think there's, what, seven episodes? Yes, and they're supposed to... Rumor is they were going to release another episode this week. Oh? And uh, I don't know if it's actually happened. I have not seen anything. I, I hadn't heard that. Uh, I did see a Joe Exotic car on Trading Paints. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, I seen that too. Maybe that's what I'll download. I'll, I'll race that. I think you sent it to me. Oh, did I? I think so because I was like, man, this looks like something I would have made back in. Because it, oh, that's because right. it's so yeah. fitting, the number was sixty nine as well. <laughs> and so back in the day when we used to race NASCAR racing, three or whatever, four it was, maybe, yeah, we used to make our own paint schemes and and I then we I, we would exchange them at yeah. school on three and a half inch floppy disks. Yeah, exactly. given our age away exactly. here, folks. Uh, so I think uh, we may have talked about it on the show before. I made one called Sergeant Pimp. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show. So, yeah, yeah anyway, that's right down the alley of something I would have made back in the day. So, yeah. yeah. Kudos to whoever made it. Yeah. This one looked a little bit better than yours, but. <laughs> I'm an amateur. <laughs> I'm an amateur. So, to us to, no, talking about paint schemes and stuff, uh, are you going to be doing some racing on iRacing soon? I Probably. did last night. Did you? Mm-hmm. How'd you do? I finished second in truck series race. Good, good. Competitive. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I needed like probably another three to five laps to get the guy in front of me, okay. but uh, had to finish for second. I was like tenth off. It was a pretty close finish. I think I sent you a snap. Yeah. Of it, but yeah. that's probably the closest I've been to a win. I've had a lot of top fives, but that's the closest I've had to actually like being in contention for a win. So, so fans, if you want to race logs, send me a message. Wrecking racing at gmail.com. Yeah. I set something up. I think our buddy Trevor Rizzo is trying to get something together too. Yeah. I think we may have shared that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So if you go to our Twitter page, uh, at Wrecking Racing, I think it's Wrecking underscore racing. Uh, I think you'll see a post by Trevor on there if you're interested in joining it. Yeah. It's a um, street stock league. Yeah. Street, right? stock, street stock series. I'm not sure when it's kicking off or anything. Uh, I need to send him my Discord information. He requested that. But, uh, yeah, I think he's looking for more people. If anybody is interested, uh, <coughs> Gasman, <clears throat> I've got a joystick on a on a controller. Yeah, how'd yeah, that was, work out for you? Uh, not very well. I told you, not, not very well. So it's cheaper than a, uh, a steering wheel at this point. Yeah, true. But I mean, is it feasible? It's feasible. I made some laps. I don't know if they're competitive. Can you be competitive laps. though? I, I, mean, I mean, not really. Like, if you're in a field with twenty other cars, can you pass people without crashing them? Uh, that well, I can't do that with a steering wheel. Touche, <laughs> touche. All right, okay. Could so, I pass people? With- I think you could. You're you're a much smoother driver than I am. I think you could. Now, would you win? No. Would you come in a top ten? Mm, maybe not. Maybe a fifteenth. <laughs> maybe nineteenth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, good to know, man. Uh, well, hopefully you hit the lottery and then you can yeah. go by that steering wheel. Exactly. So this is going to be an exciting episode. So we always talk about sponsors on the show. Uh, this week we actually have a sponsor joining us. So it's going to be great just to get the insight of you know how they got started with it, who their drivers were, why they chose the drivers they chose, what kind of return on investment. Just kind of get their perspective mm-hmm. of NASCAR and what it's done for them. Yeah. Yeah. I am super excited about that, actually. Me too. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about some iRacing racing since we were talking about iRacing racing anyway. So this week's race we had at Bristol, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we kind of predicted last week it was going to be a shit show. Wasn't as bad as I thought it would <sighs> be. It was still bad, but it wasn't yeah. as bad as I thought it would have been. So they ended up switching to a single file restart I halfway through the race. So. I think so. I think uh, so. Yeah. A lot of people were upset about that. Really? It is what it is. You know, I understood why they did it. Uh, now let's talk about the. Yellow elephant in the room, whatever it's called. <laughs> what what did we call it? Or what did I call it that one time? And you kept making fun of me about. You you call it the white elephant in the room. White elephant. Okay, 
So let's talk about the white elephant in the room, Bubba Wallace. <laughs> Rage quit. Yeah, so this is a very interesting aspect of the race. Uh, so they're allowed two restarts, uh, resets, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call Fresh it. Fresh car, yeah. Yeah, we can get a new car. And I guess he used his up early. Anyway, him and Boyer ended up getting into it. Boyer ended up basically taking him out. And Bubba basically said, F this, I'm done. And he logs out and quits the race. Mm-hmm. Boy, did that blow up in his face. Mm-hmm. Have you seen all the Twitter mentions about that, people talking about it? Mm, I've just seen the main one from, you know, Blue Emu, basically. Okay. So for this iRacing event, Blue Emu sponsored Landon Castle and Bubba. Well, whenever Bubba was on Twitter basically defending his actions, Blue Emu basically said, we want drivers, not quitters. Mm-hmm. And basically fired him on the spot. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because I wonder, is there like a written clause? I mean, how does that work? What What's... What's the contractual obligation, right? I'm like, sure it's every contract's different. You know, we had to deal sure. with Garrett, right? But mm-hmm. we didn't have anything in writing. So if he was to rage quit, we would be like, oh, well, no, we can really do about it. Sucks for us. but Yeah, and Blue Emu may not have any repercussions other than not give him any money in the future. Moving forward, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. let's talk about that. They've actually sponsored him, Bubba, at Bristol once before in the past. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who struggles to get sponsorship anyway. So I get me me back it up a little bit. What's your take on it? Do you think that Blue Emu has a point, or do you think that they're overreacting? Yeah, I mean, I, I, they obviously they have a point. I think you know if they contribute anything financially to to get on that digital car, uh, they have a right to be you know upset about it. So I think Bubba just had a lapse in judgment. It didn't think about that, you know. And moving yeah. forward, I think he will. But I absolutely think Blue Emu has a. Has the reason to be upset with it. Do you disagree? No, I completely agree. And that's where I was going with it. So, yeah, people like Bubba and Brett Griffin, which Brett Griffin's a douchebag anyway at times. <laughs> um, talking about, oh, it's just a damn video game. People need to get over themselves. Well, perhaps it is. But when you have an obligation to a sponsor, that's more than just a video game. You don't get sponsors for just playing a video game. You get sponsors for competing in a competition. And he failed them. Yeah. And yeah, I think these people spend money with the hopes of return on investment of what they spent by the airtime. Right. Well, I mean, I guess they maybe they got the airtime in the end because of all the talking back it's and very, forth. Very good point. I mean, it's blown up now to the point where they probably got more publicity from <laughs> than they would have yeah yes so actually in the end it'll probably work in their favor however they have every right in my book they have every right to be mad and upset with Bubba I agree I agree so what about the racing product itself I mean I think it was about on par from what I expected being Bristol and having that many people that are you know such a wide skill set on iRacing I say that because you got really good Skill drivers <laughs> yes, and people yes. that are playing it for the third time. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's about what I expected. So did anybody overperform what you were expecting? Anybody underperform? Hmm. Uh, not really. Uh, Austin Dillon underperformed. I watched him crash like s- literally six to seven times in, in the practice race the day before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So i got to say, Austin Dillon, man, you got to get to work, bro. Yeah, <laughs> true. <clears throat> so, oh, Willie, Willie B won the race. Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't feel like there's a whole lot of competition for him. 
No, there was just the one point where they kind of got off different pit cycles. Yeah. And then he cycled back to the lead. But, yeah, I mean, he was pretty much in a league of his own, it seemed like. Um, now, the the race before that, Saturday night, they had a night race, you know, with a lot of Xfinity and truck drivers. Um, and that was kind of an S-show itself as well because you had people like our buddy Matt Mills was leading his heat yeah. and got <clears throat> taken Tur- out by a lap car. By Joe Graff. Yeah. Joe Graff Jr. Yeah, people were tearing him up online as well. Well, it was just ridiculous the move i mean he's just in the middle of the track and comes up in leaders you know area so it's just people just uh, need more practice with that i mean it's funny to me that you can be a professional stock car driver and then be so oblivious to your surroundings whenever you're playing it on a on a digital jimmy platform. johnson yeah that first race holy cow but yeah exactly yeah, so it's uh, that's what's amazing to me about it but you know i guess I'm not a professional race car driver, so I can't really compare, but that's just astounding to me. Well, overall, I I still enjoy the iRacing events, you know, especially in this time. Yeah. uh, They did announce, I think today or yesterday, that they are going to take Easter Sunday off. They were debating doing maybe like a race at Daytona. Um, I don't know if you'd heard that or not. Yeah, I heard that, yep. They decided to go ahead and just shelve it for um, this week since it's Easter and uh, pick it back up for Richmond. Okay. And, you know, talk about iRacing again. And one of our fans of the show, or our friends of the show, Garrett Smithley, he had a new sponsor this week. So it's nice to see these sponsors getting involved with the iRacing. Yeah. So he had Gunbroker. Gunbroker.com. Yeah. You're in the the gun business, man. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of them before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm a dealer on there. So, like, people in the area will order off of there and have them sent to me to do the paperwork and stuff. Oh, yeah. Very, very popular. Cool. Cool. So we appreciate all sponsors of the sport. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anything else, any other takeaways from that. Uh, I, heard, I heard it got good re- ratings again. A little bit less than the week before, but still pretty but, decent but ratings. still, I mean, for a virtual race. I think it's like 1.1 million, yeah. I think is what it was. Yeah, I know it blew IndyCar's uh, race out of the water. Their debut race was Saturday, um, and I think they averaged like... I want to say like 67,000 viewers or something like that. Like it was, it was way different. Um, let's see. Today's Jimmy Johnson day, by the way, is what people are calling it. Cause it's four, eight. <clears throat> Just throwing that out there. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Did you call it Jimmy Johnson day today at I did, all? I did not. Did you even think about it? No. Okay. I was thinking of it maybe being like Harvick Hemrick day or something <laughs> like that. But um, we do have some news. Uh, they announced the ballot ballads for yes, 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 and more, the yes. Hall of Fame yep. induction, um, and it's interesting because they've kind of broke it down into two categories. Now you've got your modern era mm-hmm. and your pioneers, and you got your pioneers. So, have you seen the the listing? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, so I'll run through them here real quick. Uh, modern era, we've got Neil Bonnet, Jeff Burton. Dale Jr., Carl Edwards, Harry Gant, Harry Hyde, Larry Phillips, Ricky Rudd, Kirk Shelmerdine, and Mike Stefanik. And in the Pioneer, we've got Jake Elder, Red Farmer, Banjo Matthews, uh, Herschel McGriff, Ralph Moody. And then we also have a landmark award, uh, Janet Guthrie, Alvin Hawkins, Mike Helton, Dr. Joseph Mattioli. Sorry if I butchered the name. He's the founder of Pocono Raceway. Uh, and Ralph Seagraves. Um, 
so I, I'm kind of oblivious here, man. Do you know, are they taking like a few from each category or how is that working moving forward? I thought it was just up to five. So it could I, be I, all five I, modern? It could be, I think. I'm okay. not, I honestly do not know. Okay. Well, give me your, who, who are you thinking for your five? Uh, definitely Dale Jr. Without a doubt. Uh, I think it's going to be unanimous. Um, Red Farmer. Uh, Harry Hyde. Janet Guthrie and you oh, still got a uh, still Jeff Burton Edwards Harry Gant uh, Ricky Rudd oh man it's so tough Neil Bonnet so t- I was thinking it's probably gonna be Neil although I think Ricky Rudd should get in over Neil um let's just say Ricky Rudd okay I could I could agree with that I, I really don't have a lot of input. The on only it. one I know for sure, the Dell Jr. Without a doubt. I agree. I think, I think he'll be a shoe in. Um, and you know, Edwards has got twenty eight NASCAR victories. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the most out of anybody that's up for consideration. Yeah. So, and I think Edwards will have a shot, just not this not, year. Not the first round. I don't think so. I could see that. Um, you know, I I, I don't know. Uh, and remember, it's folks, hard. It's hard. Remember, this is not called the Cup Hall of Fame. Right. It's NASCAR Hall of Fame. So people are going to give arguments about Dale Jr., but he's a two-time Xfinity Championship winner. He is the face of sport Daytona even till this today. Multiple Daytona 500s. Yeah, they're just, they're, you know, was it 16 most popular, 15 most popular driver awards? 15, yep. So there's just no hands down. It's going to happen, mm-hmm. so... So we're going to talk to John from Richmar Floors at this moment. And then uh, after the interview, we will have our fantasy updates from the bonus points for iRacing. And fans, we are joined by John from Richmar Floors based out of Pennsylvania. Hey, John. Hey, guys. How are you? Fantastic, sir. How are you? I just asked that, didn't I? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful day up here in Pennsylvania. We had some rainbows uh, in the sky in my area today, so uh, hopefully there's some light at the end of the tunnel with all this. Oh man, I I cannot wait for this to be over with. Yes. Um. So, John, uh, I'm going to take it back to early events in history. Tell us about yourself. You know, you know your company. You know what what all you do. What kind of hats you wear. Just tell us about you. <laughs> yeah. You know. So. Uh, I grew up in the family business. Um, my great-grandfather and grandfather started our company in 1955 in the Lehigh Valley, um, you know, which if you're familiar with Larry Holmes, the, you know, the Easton Assassin, uh, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, we're right in the middle of all that stuff. Um, and, um, you know, we've grown the company to one of the largest in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, we're one of the top 100 FTD florists in the country out of over 15,000. Holy smokes. Uh, you know, yeah, based on, you know, volume, based on quality, uh, product, you know, product scores, all that stuff. So uh, we've received many awards over the past few years. Uh, I have a bunch of hats. And uh, right now, as everybody who's able to work, and, and I'm very thankful that we can work, I'm wearing even more hats than usual. But uh, one of my favorite hats to wear is uh, being on the sports end of things and uh, being able to experience these amazing events firsthand. And um I got to tell you guys, I, I can't wait to you know get back on the track. Uh, I can't wait to get back on the baseball field up here in Lehigh Valley this year. So, um, 
you know, me, myself, I got involved in NASCAR on a funny thing. So I got a funny story for you about sure. that. Um, let's flip it back to 2009. So I'm a relatively new NASCAR fan. Uh, and now I'm like full blown. I've always loved sports. But 2009, one of my buddies from the local TV station approaches me and he's like, hey, you know, I've got tickets for NASCAR. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh, OK. And he's like, no, you know, this is a Pocono. I think you should go. I think you should, you know, get up there and, and see this. And oh, and by the way, there's all the beer you can drink. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. So, yeah. Uh, I, I come back home. I tell my wife, I'm like, we're going to go to a race. And she's like, a race. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I said, you know, there's all the beer you can drink. <laughs> and uh you know, we've uh, we've been kind of hooked uh, ever since uh, since then. That that's awesome. So, were you in the hospitality area at that time? Like, we say you drink endless amounts of beer. Were you there with a team? Yeah. I like, wasn't there with a team or anything like that. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll get into that. But um, no, you know, um, if it, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Pocono, but there's a couple levels. We were up in the skybox. Um, you know, so it, it's awesome. You know, there's there's a bar there. Um, and really anybody who's kind of anybody, you know, is, is up there. Um, so it's pretty neat. People from the track are there, you know, people from the different teams. I mean, obviously I didn't know them then, sure. but now I do. And, um, you know, what a great way to take in a race. And, uh, you know, my wife and I have been, uh, you know, loyal ever since. I mean, I shouldn't say that I never disliked it or anything like that, but I never, my parents never took me to a race, even though we grew up right here in, uh, you know, right by Nazareth Speedway. I just was never at one before. Wow. You know, a lot of people don't have, you know, their first race experience isn't quite to that level. So that's very nice that you're broken in that way because it's kind of hard to say no going forward. <laughs> you know, you started kind of on the top and you stayed on the top, it sounds like. Yeah, you know, um, and once you get a taste of that in life, you you never want to go back, you know. And um, I'm sure we'll get into it, but um, what, a, what a great way to take it in. And, you know, if you ever really want to get hooked on something, you know, if you ever really want to try something, make an investment in it like that, or you know, have a good friend that can make yeah. an investment in that, and um, and go enjoy it. Yeah, and you know, with us, we don't have the per, the business aspect as much, but I talk about friends take care of friends, and we've made a lot of contacts in the industry that have helped us out going to races and stuff. I mean, don't take it for granted, but man, it really makes it a lot better. It does, you know. And what I've found is that once you break into nascar and you get some you know respect in the garage like the guys say um the doors just open like incredibly you know a nascar and um and and indy as well too um you know those sports are very network and very family oriented um once once you break through that kind of glass ceiling on things and, and people start noticing um yeah you know there's definitely a lot of inner networking that goes on there as well so, John, let's take it back a little bit. So, in 2009, you went to your first race. Mm -hmm. As a sponsor, we'll put on that sponsor hat now, how did that grow from going to your first race into your first deal you made, just getting your name on a car, maybe even like a small, you know, post name? or uh, Yeah. Small. Yeah, you know, um, I think, you know, it stemmed from, you know, love of the sports. I, I, I love all sports, you know, and um, I work with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. So just to kind of backtrack maybe a little bit, you know, we work with the Phantoms, which is the highest affiliate of the Flyers. We work with um, the Iron Pigs, who's the highest affiliate of the Phillies. Um, we have we've done the U.S. Women's Open when it was in here in the Lehigh Valley. So we've done some big scale 
events. When the fans hosted the All-Star Game a few years ago, we did all the flowers there. So, you know, I have a passion for kind of trying to work my business in the sports, and uh, I'm very fortunate that I'm able to do that. So the sponsorship stemmed from the Phantoms, actually. Okay. Interesting. The Phantoms um, decided to sponsor Timmy Hill and Josh Room. Um, and they came to me and they said that, um, you know, hey, we've got these all-access passes. Uh, we'll put your name on a car. We'll put your logo on a crew shirt. And I I said to my, my mom and dad and my wife at the time, um, it was still my wife. I shouldn't say it that way. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I don't want to get in trouble. But, um, you know, I, this, we have this great opportunity. I, I think that we should take it. And um, we did. You know, I met Timmy. I met Josh. We we met every driver. I should put it that way, you know. Um, and, you know, we had a really good time. I mean, Timmy uh, finished the race. I, I'm not exactly sure he finished. I know we didn't finish last. Um, I've, none of my cars have ever finished last. <laughs> good. That's a good, good thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, we never finished first either, but we never finished last. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I had done that with them and, um, I got to meet a few people, you know, being back there, um, which stemmed into, you know, other things, but, you know, it was just a small logo with a couple other companies, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't huge. Um, it was like between the, um, uh, like the like where the door handle would be and the number I guess you could you could say so I don't really know it's not like quarter panel but it would be like lower lower right door I yeah. guess you would put it yeah um, and on the bumper so both locations yeah it was two okay. locations but I mean the logo was small I mean the logo was probably only the size of you know a, a handprint and you know, here I am as proud as can possibly be that <laughs> my logo is on a NASCAR car. Yeah, yeah, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, this yeah. that first uh, race on iRacing racing this year for Garrett, you were on the car, and we yeah. were we were in that location. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. The very same location. So yeah, so we get it. Yeah, and that was a big deal for us. That's actually a huge deal for yeah. us. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, um, like I said, you, you start meeting people. Uh, you know, I started networking the following year when it came time to race. So you know, we're, we're done with Timmy. We're done with Josh, and. You know, I didn't really have much communication because all my stuff was from the Phantoms. So I didn't know anybody, you know, at MBM. I didn't even have, you know, a driver's cell phone number that I could say, like, hey, you know, what are we going to do this year? You know, and um, I started just calling around. I had emailed a couple teams, you know, said, hey, you know, I won't mention team names, but only one team got back to me. And that was actually Front Row Motorsports. Um, and um, so. I was able to sponsor David, um, would that be now two, well, it was last season, um, at the first Pocono race when he drove the Explorian 38, which was a really neat paint scheme, if you guys remember that one. What year would this have been, John? I think so, last that, year. That would be uh, 2019. That would be 19. Okay, okay. I, I'm yeah. not, I don't remember that. I mean, if I seen it, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, but off the top of my head, I do not remember that paint yeah, scheme. Yeah, like it was like an aqua blue and black. It was a really neat scheme. Um, and it happened that David happened to, uh, blow two tires, um, out there in that race. And on, you know, on NBC SN, you could see our logo as they were changing the tires. So it was, it was pretty, <laughs> you couldn't see it. the main sponsor. You can see any bells. There's Richmore Flores right there as they're changing, you know, the logo on national television. That's crazy. <laughs> the reason I ask about the year for clarification was just because, um, I'm surprised that, 
you know, you didn't at least get a follow-up email. You know what I mean? You hear about how many of these teams are constantly looking for sponsorship help. And the fact that you didn't get like, but one return email seems, you know, a little crazy to me. Yeah. Very quick, you know, return email from, um, from Jeff at front row. And, um, you know, at the time they had, um, they had Matt, they had Michael, and they had David and I knew that David had won races and, um, I knew that his name was very recognizable. And, um, I was actually looking forward to, you know, multi-year deal with David and, uh, and then he announced his retirement. He announced he was retiring. He's retiring. I'm like, Oh man. Um, so, you know, we still have some fun things planned with, uh, with front row for this year. And, um, we're going to move over to, to John Hunter, um, at Pocono. Um, Hopefully, if uh, everything goes <laughs> yeah, everything goes well in the world at that point, but um, yeah, nobody else. And they, you know, it wasn't like I was emailing Hendrick Motorsports or you know right. Roger Penske. I, I wasn't emailing something that was out of my league. You know, yeah, uh, um, yeah. I had emailed a few of them, and um, you know, Front Row got back to me, and they were very professional. You know, there wasn't a question of well, you know, who was going to drive the car. You knew for sure it was going to be David, and. Um, that's kind of what really kind of vaulted us into a higher level of sponsoring and really knowing people. I, I would thank Front Row and David for that because they really kind of put us on the map and opened us up to some of these other things. And, let, you know, with these drivers, you talk about Timmy and Josh and then uh, David Reagan, um, and we'll get to Garrett here in a minute, but don't you think that it's unbelievable how nice these guys are? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I guess because most of them are, are Southern gentlemen, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and, and I guess Garrett can be considered that too now because he's basically transplanted there. But, you know, these guys are extremely humble, um, you know, and very appreciative of what you're doing. You know, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know, you know, the, the Bush brothers or I don't know Jimmy or, or, or Earnhardt, but I can tell you that these guys are, you know, extremely personable they're not afraid to click the like button on your posts. They're not afraid to, you know, text you and say, you know, Hey, how's everything going? Um, you know, quite a few of the guys reached out, you know, saying how's business going while all this is going on. So I, I found it, you know, way over what you would expect from an athlete on a world-class level, like these guys are on, you know, let's face it. Even if you're, you know, number 40 in the point standings, you're one of the 40 best drivers in the country. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. I think a lot of people discredit that. Yeah, they lose sight of that for sure. Yeah, and it's it's, it's stupid. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's great. You know, you talk about iRacing, that now these guys are getting some publicity. You're starting to know other names. Um, I, I love it. I think one of the things that NASCAR should learn out of this whole thing is that there are more than 10 guys that can win a race out there. You know, and even if they can't win the race, these guys still have fans. They still have sponsors. They, they have great stories. Let's talk about them. Absolutely. Yeah, and and honestly, John, with our show, I don't know if you ever had a chance to listen to one of our episodes. We we I guess you say focus on the smaller teams because they are neglected. Uh, so we've had Garrett on before. Uh, we've talked to Timmy numerous times, and we have a great relationship with NBM Motorsports and uh, Landon Castle, like a lot of these guys, and it, they they are all great guys. Have you ever have you ever ran into Timmy and he wasn't smiling? <laughs> no, uh, actually, um, no, he's always, he's always smiling. Um, he, he remembers me. He remembers my wife. Uh, he knows our daughter now. Um, you know, and, and a lot of the guys, you know, on, on that level, you know, 
when we were in Martinsville, which, you know, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into, but we were in Martinsville, every single guy I sponsored leading up to that made sure to come over, shake my hand, congratulate me. Where, what other sport are you going to get that in? Right. Yeah, right. exactly. And let's just say you you didn't sponsor a car. You just happen to be a fan in the garage. They're almost just as apt to come up to you and say hi as if you are a sponsor as well. They are. Yeah. You know, and they, can I take a picture? Sure. Can you sign something? Sure. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that um, I was thinking about this today. What questions you guys are going to ask me and, and you know where we were headed with and just thinking that. You know, I mean, I'm nowhere near on the level of Ally Bank or anything like that. And those guys, you know, make sure that you are treated just the same as, you know, major sponsors that have much larger companies than I do, you know. Um, and I think when we were at Martinsville, all the guys from the top to the bottom, my daughter's like, first of all, the only girl back there. And she's, you know, the only probably girl under, you know, 10. Uh, everybody went out of their way to make her day, take a picture. Even Jimmy turned around, and when she called for him, like, Jimmy, he turned back around, came back and signed something for her. So, um, you know, just just true gentlemen. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So – how how so we'll talk about Gary now. How did you get into be like on the i on the i racing car and just a partnership with Garrett itself? So I had no idea who Garrett was uh, before Martinsville. So I did a friend a favor um, who was working with uh, Rick Ware Racing. I met this fella. Um, he was from my area up at Pocono, and we started talking because he recognized my shirt. So whenever I go to race, I've got one of my Richmore Crew shirts on, right? Okay. <laughs> because uh, you know, I want people to see the name and, sure. uh, you know, I want, uh, you know, people to talk to me and, uh, um, you know, and say, Hey, thank you. You know, that kind of stuff. So raise some kind of, you know, brand awareness. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the, the, the guy corners me and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm working with, you know, Rick Ware. And, you know, at the time I'm like, well, you know, it was nice meeting you and let me take your number. And, um, turns out this fellow and I become good friends. We, we head to a Steelers game together last year. Um, which I'm hoping to get Garrett up for uh, this year. Did you, did you just say the Steelers? Hmm? Did you just say the Steelers? Well, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Oh, even um, worse. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> well, uh, this fellow that I met through uh, Rick Ware is a, is, a, is a diehard Steelers fan and uh, knows a couple of the uh, Steelers players, so it was fun. We were uh, tailgating with a few of the guys, a uh, few ex-players before the game. So Nice. Uh, I'm never going to turn that down. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, not at all. I, I'm giving you hell because I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since we got that Super Bowl, I won't hold it against you anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry. No, no, it's, it's cool. Um, so, you know, I meet this guy, and um, he texts me, and he's like, you know, I have this great deal, and you're not going to say no, and uh, I'm kind of in a spot. Can you help me out? And I said, yeah, sure, you know. And um, I said, well, who's going to drive the car? And he's like, I, I don't know. I said, okay. Um, you know, so lo and behold, I signed the contract on Wednesday and I take off for Martinsville on Friday. And, uh, I text, uh, the, the guy who was, who's now with MBM, Brian Clodfelter, who's become a, a good friend of mine as well. And, um, he was working for Rick at the time. And I'm like, who's going to drive this car? And he's like, Garrett Smithley. I said, okay. I'm like, right. again, I'm, I'm a pretty diehard fan, but I didn't really know him. Um, so I said, well, can you have him call me? So I ended up talking to Garrett for about a half hour on the phone, meet him at uh, Martinsville. 
we've got an awesome you know car which has now kind of become iconic for garrett as we've morphed that into iRacing racing as well too and um you know to play a little spoiler here uh garrett has a uh, pink and black uh, fire suit in the works for us as well too awesome nice so um we have a great time he and i and my uh, my daughter and my wife and my friends uh we watch the truck race with them we just have a blast with him all weekend he takes my daughter out for driver intros um wow so yeah you know so we and we you know had the pennsylvania connection kind of going so we became friends instantaneously and um I, I couldn't thank him enough for how well he treated us how well he carried the name that day and i was kind of disappointed that the only merchandise we really had on that short notice was a hero card i'm surprised you had that in that short of a notice we did um i don't know how the heck they put it together um on thursday um, you know, where Rick Ware's team was like, Hey, we need a blurb for this, get this to us as soon as possible. We only produced 300 of those hero cards because I, you know, I didn't know anything about it at the time. And I think we had about 600 requests for that hero. card. Holy smokes. Wow. That's awesome. Between myself and, and Rick. So, um, it was a coveted hero card. There was a lot of people that I'm sorry if you missed out on it, but, um, I did learn a few things on that, so we do have some fun stuff in the works uh, coming up for those as well, too. But, you know, just an overall great experience, uh, you know, down to a few Martinsville hot dogs throughout the week. And it was my first <laughs> time anywhere other than Pocono, actually. That's awesome. Uh, so it was a good one to it was a good one to go to. Yeah, I'd never seen a short track race live, um, which I loved. And, and uh, kudos to Martinsville. I would, I would definitely, you know, uh, go back there if the opportunity arose. But... It was just a short notice thing that, that turned into working with him and uh, has turned into a great relationship. That That's great. So you've been to Pocono, you've been to Martinsville. Where else have you been? That's it right now. Uh, I'm hoping to, um, I, I'm hoping to get down to Dover this year. Um, I am talking with one of the IndyCar teams about possibly sponsoring someone at the Indy 500, not a full blown sponsorship, sure. but um, might make it out to Indy for the first time. So, um, owning your own business doesn't allow you to do these things as, as much as you would like to, you just can't pick <laughs> up and go. Um, but I'm excited to see some new tracks and, um, you know, get out there and, um, you know, just to see what other places have to offer. I mean, I love Pocono. I'm a partner with them. We do their flowers there. So I'm kind of biased, <laughs> you know, in, in that respect, but, uh, I'm really excited to see what the, um, the other tracks offer. I know that uh, Dover follows us on Instagram and um, Homestead follows us. Um, you know, so some of these tracks, Martinsville does too now. So it's pretty neat to have these tracks kind of following you and um, and and the drivers following you too. I mean, this is something I would have never, when I opened up those Twitter accounts years ago and Facebook accounts, I would have never figured we'd have you know athletes or you know venues following us like we do. It's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh... John, tell us a little bit about, I guess, do, do you have any input on uh, the layout of the paint scheme or is it kind of like, hey, this is what the cars kind of kind of look like or? Yeah. Um, so SMD Designs, Sean McGee does an incredible job. So Rick Ware, the weekend we were at Martinsville, um, they were doing breast cancer awareness. My mom passed from pancreatic cancer. So when I heard it was cancer awareness, I'm like, oh, this is this is great. Um, you know, this is, this is definitely meant to be. So they were like, yeah, we have a pink and black kind of like, you know, I'm going to date myself here, but if you remember like the heart foundation, you know, <laughs> from wrestling, uh, this is kind of the look we have. And 
I saw the car and I got to tell you, I didn't need to go any further. I was like, this is incredible. Um, you know, it just popped so nice. And, um, you know, we made a couple, couple small changes maybe some color outlines, but, um, you know, Sean does an incredible job. I know that he's, uh, he's going to definitely be interested in hearing this, but, um, he did incredible. And then when we came time to do the iRace, um, he was right back on it again. Um, and he's also, uh, we were supposed to, so Spencer Boyd is one of our other drivers, Spencer and, and John Hunter are our two other drivers in our Richmar family of racing. Um, I know I'm not as big as Coca-Cola, but yeah, I have a family of racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, he has a really neat design for Spencer's truck. If we ever get back to Homestead or, uh, Spencer and I have kind of been in talks where can we kind of plug me in this year? Um, you kind of get some freedom with it. Um, a lot of times the cars have a primary color. So Spencer's primary is mostly white. Um, Garrett's last year was mostly black. So the base color usually remains one color. And then you kind of have some color freedom to say, okay, here's where we should do this. This is what we want to do on the hood. So the Martinsville and iRace car have an outline of um, like kind of like a vine look. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spencer's truck, um, I can't wait to see that thing. Uh, it does look like a Guido Nation type thing. <laughs> it's like white, green, and, and red. And Sean and I were joking, like, oh, if you're Italian, you know, this is, this is right up your alley. Uh, but uh, that has, like, rose outlines and stuff. I mean, it, it, it's so neat. I mean, this virus has really put a damper on what was going to be a big year for us in NASCAR. Yeah, there's still a chance. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think it's gonna happen. Uh, I was talking to Garrett yesterday, and um, you know, they're they're hoping maybe by Charlotte they can at least race even with nobody in the stands. But I, I gotta say, from a sponsor side, that's a bad thing because we want people in the stands. We want people to see our name on the bumper. And as much as I want to see racing back, I can understand where you know, from a business standpoint. NASCAR's got to be tearing its hair out over this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and I I know that Rick was on Sirius XM yesterday. You know, saying they're going to lose anywhere from six hundred to eight hundred thousand because a lot of their business is hospitality based. If they don't have you know races with fans in the stands, so you know it's uh it's an interesting year, no doubt. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be some conundrums to figure out. Um, are you able to talk financials? You may not want to. I'm just going to kind of ask opinion, like from the small logo to actually being on the car, like dollar amounts. Well, without getting into dollar amounts, because we, we, we keep that confidential sure, on all the sure. ends. Um, you know, for uh, as Rick said, I think Rick put it best. Most of his sponsors are larger, small businesses. And we would kind of, I guess, fall into that category. You know, NASCAR is a unique sport where a business like mine can affordably, you know, put their name on a car and take take your family, take your clients, raise some brand awareness, have some celebrity endorsement to your product. You know, I think it's a great thing. It's unlike any of the other five major sports. I'll include soccer in that mix. It's unlike any of them. You know, like you're not going to have your name on, you know, a baseball player's cleats or you're not going to have your name on a hockey player's stick. You know, you're not going to have that. It's so unique that, you know, it allows people of all budget levels to, you know, businesses of all uh, budget levels to get involved in. And uh, I'm very fortunate that we're able to do this and um, and not break the bank on it as well. 
Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I've looked into it some. I have a firearms business that I own on the side. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I, I, I'm not at that point yet, but I would love to be at that point in the near future to be able to make that first leap. So, so talking about that, have you seen what kind of return of investment have you seen uh, by taking this step into NASCAR? You know, I, I see a nice return on it, and um, my end goal was when I when I kind of got heavily involved in it was to get that. My goal was to get the celebrity endorsement part out of it. You know, if if a customer was looking at buying something from us or buying something from a, another local competitor or a national competitor, we compete online with, you know, your FTD, your one eight hundred flowers. You know, maybe they would say like, "Hey, you know, these guys have done flowers for Elton John. These guys have done flowers for Ozzy Osbourne. Look, they got their name on a race car. They must know what they're doing." You know, so from the celebrity endorsement standpoint, I can say that you know, over the past few years, and even this year, leading up to things, as we've gotten more involved in this, it's opened the doors for other larger events as well. Too. My goal is to do one of these drivers' weddings one day. Like that's that's like my <laughs> big goal. <laughs> yeah, you I know, think so it's I don't realistic. Know if it'll be Aaron, it'll be Spencer. Um, you know, guys, pop the question, and um, you know, let's let's uh, let's have fun with some wedding flowers. Well, I I think it's also important to to note, you know, I'm sure you know how devoted and brand loyal NASCAR fans are, but you know, when it comes down to, you know, a time where you know a fan has to make a decision on who they're gonna purchase flowers from, I know me personally, I'm gonna go to Rich Mar. Right. You know, so you know, we have the availability to ship, you know, throughout the country and move things around. Um, you know, I think if I had a nationwide company, you know, mm-hmm. that wasn't, you know, I mean, like I consider our company a small business with a, a national mind. Right. So always be bigger than you are. Always. I always tell my daughter, whatever you do, just dream big. That's that was my grandfather's thing. You know, just dream big, go out there and do it. Um you know, and, and what better way to do it? I mean, we were like front and center on that iRace. You know, that was that yeah. was really the culmination. When Mike Joy the following week says Garrett Smithley had a sponsor last year, last week from Pennsylvania, a local retail florist, I was crossing my fingers. I'm like, say it, say it, you know it, say it. Um, yeah. He didn't, but I was like, yeah, you know, like that really – that really changed, you know, that really elevated us again, you know, and then it was great to follow up with Spencer coming out with his announcement, like, Hey, you know, I'm working with Rich Mar. We were supposed to be at Miami together. You know, this is exciting news. So, um, you know, I think that at one point I didn't really know where all that would go with NASCAR. And I think that NASCAR is a world that once you get respect in you, you gain a lot of respect very quickly a lot of doors open very quickly for you yeah i would i would have to agree with that in the two and a half years we've been doing the podcast it has been amazing what opportunities we've had within the nascar just the industry itself taking care of us it's been phenomenal yeah i mean i i my father and i are are always impressed with you know the extra mile that these guys go And, and i would say that spencer boyd is like a sponsor's dream come true whether he's cooking on you know an orion cooker uh whether he's buying uh, record rack feed or he's talking about flowers whatever he's doing um he is the type of guy that just goes out of his way for his sponsors um and i hope that that rewards him someday with something even greater than i can give him um but you know what an awesome job these guys do and and, and garrett and um and I don't really know John Hunter yet. I'm hoping to get to know him a little bit better this year at Pocono. But, um, 
you know, what an awesome job they do of pushing their sponsors and how happy they are to have them. Yeah, they're very appreciative. Most of them are. Now, talking about that, I'm assuming you watched this past weekend's iRacing event at Bristol? <laughs> I did. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about, from a sponsor's perspective, the whole situation with Bubba. <laughs> I got a good take on that for you. All right. <laughs> let's hear so, it. So the first thing that I did was, you know, when he, he posted, I was like, hey, you know, um, Flowers make a great apology. You know who to call. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice nice marketing back. initiative. I didn't get a tweet back or a retweet, <laughs> but thought, um, wow, you know, good opportunity for, for me, maybe. Um, I could tell you that if I was the sponsor, yes, you know, I, I would be upset. I don't know if I would have been as drastic, maybe, as, as they were. Um, you, you know, we're all competitive, and I think that that's something, you know, that people have to realize that, um, you know, these guys are the top in the country. So even if you're playing a game, I mean, I know even if I'm playing Battlefront or if I'm playing NASCAR, Heat, I can get, you know, pretty mad too. So, um, you know, I tried a, a fun marketing thing and uh, I saw a couple of people, you know, that, that weren't following us, start following us or liked the tweet, but uh, no response from Bubba on that one. <laughs> I think he may have uh, learned not to say much because he was uh, attacked pretty harshly uh, after his comment. I think he gets, you know, the, the short end of the stick on, on multiple things, you know, for multiple reasons that we don't have to get into. But um, I've met him before, a nice guy, down-to-earth guy, you know, I, I think just probably the heat of the moment thing, you know, mm. never thinking that that's what it was going to be. And, um, you know, it, it's unfortunate. Nobody wants to lose sponsors in this time. But, you know, I think that the opportunity arises, you know, for someone else. You know, as one door closes, you know, one door opens. Sure. And we've had the pleasure of meeting Bubba a couple times too, and he is a really phenomenal, nice guy. Uh, some, f- I I may have been a little harsh on him myself, saying, "Hey, man, basically, you know, yeah, you pull your head out of your ass. You have sponsors, you have to, you have to yeah. appreciate and and give respect to." Uh, so I was maybe a hard on, but he is really is a nice guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think I think that he was a little harsh. They were a little harsh, you know. But you know, money is money, and um, you know, right now you know uh it's it's not flowing out of the tap so um you know i i can kind of see maybe where they were coming from maybe if we were in you know normal times and life was normal you know they might have had a you know longer rope for him uh it's it's unfortunate to see that you know teams like petty motorsports need every sponsor so it's unfortunate to see that but you know if they need to get back in the door they should call me and we should send them flowers yeah. there you go <laughs> there you go yeah <clears throat> uh excuse me um so what you have plans planned for Pocono, the double header. How, I mean, what kind of planning have you done with it being a double header? Is it, is it, you're going to be on the car both days? Yes. So, um, we started talking about this last year already, um, with front row and, um, you know, with, with Rick, um, you know, where were we going to be at with all this stuff? What were people going to do? I think that the larger teams, the consensus that I got on the business side of it was the other teams will probably rewrap. Um, Pocono is um, not one of the most sought after races, it's not one of the worst ones, but it's kind of like in the middle. So I think a lot of the smaller teams were afraid that they wouldn't get two sponsors for the weekend. So I think if you're sponsoring, and obviously now I don't know with all this going on, 
I think if you're sponsoring, especially if you're on the you know the middle to bo- lower tier of teams, you're going to uh, get a nice value because I'm sure they're not going to rewrap. Yeah, I mean that's kind of why I was wondering about it. Like, do you get two for the price of one kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. It seems like yeah, that, that's that's what it, it, it seems like to me. You know, and um, the nice part about it is how they're going to do um, you know the starting positions for the next race. So you know, right. I'm hoping that maybe you know maybe Garrett, maybe John Hunter can can stay on that you know find a way to stay on that lead lap and stay competitive in the race, and um, you know maybe get us some extra TV time you know running up front to start the second race. I mean, hell, look what uh, winning a pole in an eye racing event did for you. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I was talking to Garrett before the I race and stuff, you know, because we had been back and forth on what we're going to do for the season. And I said, well, who's sponsoring you? What are you, what are you doing? And he's like, ah, I don't know. I have some things in the air. And I said, well, what are you looking for? And he gets back to me and I said, listen, if nobody else will do it, I will do it. And I think uh, within the next day, he was like, so you want to do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And I said, well, what do you want to do? You want to come up with a new scheme? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I want the Martinsville scheme. Like, all right, well, let's let's <laughs> do the Martinsville scheme. And that's a pretty tight scheme. I really did enjoy it. And it stands out. It's very elegant looking. Mm-hmm. And I think it represents your brand very well, obviously. Um, and you... <laughs> And you say your mom uh, passed from pancreatic cancer, and it was uh, in honor of cancer during that time, correct? Yeah, so at Martinsville, um, Rick had run. Um, JJ ran with him that weekend. Uh, BJ and Garrett ran with him, and all of them were all different schemes based on, on breast cancer awareness. So, you know, it was it was really nice for me um, to be able to, you know, have my first primary sponsorship. And I, I didn't think it would happen again. And here we are sponsoring uh, Spencer with a truck. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought, wow, what a what a touching tribute to people. And, and you know, I, did, I felt that NASCAR could have gave Rick maybe a little more play that weekend because not a lot of people were giving breast cancer awareness. And he was doing something for that. He was raising money. He was raising awareness. You know, that, that team does an incredible job with what they're given. Yeah, I, I think a lot of those teams that are towards the back do. And I, I think they're, discre- again, we mentioned earlier, they're kind of discredited by a lot of the fans because they're not given the airtime. Yeah, you know, and I mean, they're not even, in, you know, they're not in equal equipment. And, and they get that, you know, but, you know, to the casual fan, I don't think they quite understand how it is. You know, it's not like, you know, the Padres and Marlins can get first round draft picks and then in 10 years they win the World Series and they go right back down to the bottom like, you know, that doesn't happen yeah. in NASCAR. So it's it's uh, it's not portrayed to the casual fan who might be tuning in and say, oh, well, you know, why are you out there? You don't have a chance to win, right. you know, that kind of thing. So I think that that's misconstrued a lot. I, I agree, and we deal with that a lot on the podcast. So we've had like almost every driver or crew chief that we've had come on, we've had that same discussion about, you know, some of the, for example, crew chiefs talk about a starting park team and how it's important for a starting parks to help pay for tires for the other cars and there's a lot of strategy involved for these lower uh, funded teams uh, that come into play. Yeah. And I think that they've all come a long way since the start and park era of things, you know, especially since in the last, you know, 11 years that I've been following it as close as I have, you know, you're, you're seeing them at least getting closer to that. But I think that the casual fan really discredits them a lot for no, with no reason. Yeah. And I think if they met these people and talked to them, their whole opinion would change. <laughs> I think it was changed with Timmy Hill's smile pretty easily. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's been awesome to see Timmy and Garrett get the coverage they've had the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and Timmy, I mean, what a great start he's had. You know, third at Daytona. I, I texted him after that. 
I texted him, you know, after, uh, you know, his win at, uh, on the I race. And I mean, he's just, he's just on cloud nine. And, uh, I think it's just, it's such a great story. It's a feel good story that we need in sports right now. We need guys like Timmy and Garrett, um, and, and even John Hunter, you know, running up at the top there, yeah. we, we need guys like that, you know, to, to pull us through some bad times and, and give us, uh, something good to talk about. Absolutely. I, I hope that this whole iRacing thing for however long, you know, it, it happens. I hope that in the long run, it results in some of these guys getting a shot at top tier equipment because yeah. I think it, it gives them a it gives them a great opportunity. I mean, look, Timmy had Terry Bradshaw's whiskey on his car. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. You know, um, and I know that Garrett um, is is hooked up with Gunbroker now until the end of this i racing thing, and then I think they're going to race out at your track. I think they're going to race at the Brickyard with um, uh, Gunbroker as the primary. Yep. I believe is the. That's uh, why I heard. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, you say you're planning on maybe going to Indy this year? Well, we're talking about it. Uh, I'm talking with one of the teams um, with a with a really good, a really well known driver, um, and um, and then everything kind of happened with this coronavirus. So um, we were trying to come up with a way to honor one of these drivers, you know, with uh, with get, with our flowers and, and come up with some good, um, you know, social media content and um, you know get out there and enjoy it. I basically got hooked up with this team from the guy that does our crew shirts. Um, he's out, Greg Hendricks is out, um, in, uh, in Indy it's, um, uh, ESM Indy is the name of his company. He does all of our crew shirts. Um, you know, what we had fantasy ones. And now of course with Spencer, we had everything to go. I mean, Spencer has a fire suit. Spencer's crew has the hats. Spencer's got his own hat with the flat brim. Cause that's what he likes. So I made sure I got that for him. <laughs> uh, I'm more of a new era flex fit guy. Uh, but Spencer's got what he wants and, and his team all had crew shirts. So, I mean, we were all ready to go. And, um, this fella introduced me to one of the teams and, um, I had a great conversation with, uh, with them and, you know, we were going to try to come up with some things and boom, everything just stops. So, um, I assume that, um, once life kind of gets back to normal and Indy knows where it's at, we're going to start talking again. And, um, I would love to come out for the 500. I mean, I think that that would be a great experience and what better experience to sponsor, you know, a, a, a well-known driver, um, at it, no less. Yeah, absolutely. Just to let you know, Indy during the summer months is miserable. <laughs> so if they pushed it at 500 back to like Labor Day weekend or something, they may not be so bad. But if it's May, just be prepared to sweat your balls off. Oh, we should be at Pocono in the, <laughs> in, in August and stuff. It's oh, it's I mean, it doesn't matter where you go at that time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll take it. You know, after all this, I don't care. It can be, you know, 150 as long as I'm outside <laughs> and uh, I'm at a track and, and enjoying, um, you know, a business slash hobby of mine. Um, I'm more than happy to get out there and do it. I hope that a lot of fans have that same mentality and just, you know, take to the tracks, you know, whenever we get past this and just fully support the rest of the schedule. I want to see full stands again. The sport's going to need it, you know what I mean, from the different revenues and sponsorships and things that, you know, succumb to this as well, you know. uh, You know, the sport's going to need it. So I hope everybody goes back out and supports it stronger than before. 
all sports need it. You know, I'm not a very political person, but I, I did hear the, the president or see the president tweeting that he would like to give more tax incentives for sponsorship and corporate hospitality back in sports. That would be huge. When that got taken out of there, that's made it very difficult for uh, some businesses to, you know, kick back into. So if businesses large and small get a tax break to, um, you know, come back into sport, I think that would help tremendously. Oh yeah, that's that's good. I didn't I didn't hear that. That's great. Yeah, he he mentioned that the other day. I mean, you know, you don't you hear all these different things, and I just so happen to see that one because it pertained to me. Sure. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, that would be you know that would be great. They took that stuff away. You know, like for companies. I mean, you guys wouldn't know all these things, but like if you belong to a country club before, you could write that you could write that off. Now you can't. You know, so I think that we need to get back to some of the things that made sports and recreation good. And, and companies do those things, you know, whether they're big companies, they're small companies, whether you're at the most prestigious country club or your local country club, all those things that are involved from sports up to recreation to professional are going to need the backing of businesses. I mean, that would be wonderful to see something like that happen. Yeah, absolutely. How'd you get started with Spencer Boyd? <laughs> Spencer Boyd, right? So I, um, you know, I, I, I get a message on Facebook from Spencer Boyd. And so now I got to Google because at that point I didn't follow trucks. I was just a cup guy. So I'm like, all right, you know, is this, is this real? You know, so I'm looking through and I'm like, okay, Spencer Boyd. Okay. So I, I start talking to him. We have a great conversation on the phone. I meet him at Pocono last year. We go in the hauler. We're talking about all of it, talking about life, talking about where we grew up, talking about, you know, what our plans are. We don't really talk much business. Um, and um, we become friends. We exchange numbers, start talking in the off season. He starts clicking the like button on a lot of, you know, our business posts or our racing posts. And we start talking right, right after Daytona happens. So Newman gets in that accident. You know, I texted him like, oh, my God, this is horrible. You know, you OK, you know, and, uh, you know, just just I sent out to a couple drivers that I know, like, hey, I appreciate you. You know, seeing something like this really, you know, makes me not take for granted the relationship I have with you guys. And um, about a week later, he's like, I've got a great offer for you. I want you to look at this and uh, I want to work with you. Um, I want to do a fire suit together. I want to do merchandise. I want to do this. Um, you know, I want you to be part of my team. I want to be part of your team. I want to represent your brand. And so from him reaching out on social media up to a primary sponsorship, um, a fire suit, which he has, um, which he's going to tease out, I think at some point here, um, when we get back to racing, um, you know, what a great guy. I can't say enough good things about, you know, him and, and especially Garrett. And hopefully I feel the same way about John Hunter. I want to get to know him too. But um, you couldn't pick better brand ambassadors than those guys. Yeah, I definitely agree. I So just him reaching out, you know, got him got him a sponsor. He wasn't afraid to, you know, get his hands dirty and say, hey, I see your sponsor in David. Would you consider me? Hmm. That's awesome. I mean, too bad you weren't on like his hat whenever Natalie Decker took it off and threw it on the ground. <laughs> it was right after that. That <laughs> so you know, and it, it was. I had messaged him, and the, that week is when all that stuff happened with Natalie. So we talk again the next week, and I'm like, "Hey, you got a lot of big news going on, don't you?" <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, it was neat, you know, and, and he wasn't pushy, you know, I wasn't ready to um, get on his truck last year, um, you know, how to work things, you know, financially out. And um, he made me a great offer that I, I really couldn't say no to. And I wanted to help him, you know, I wanted to help anybody that, um, you know, is, is out there to help me. And um, he does a wonderful job with all of his sponsors, getting their name out there and keeping their name out there. That's great. We need to have him on the show sometime. I've never reached out to him. I need to. Yeah, I, yeah. I even uh, even retweeted the post. You know, um, he's just so appreciative and um, he's just so down to earth. You know, like I'll talk to him and we won't even really talk about racing. We'll talk about some other things. And um, I'm hoping to get him and Garrett and uh, I don't know maybe somebody else out here and play around at golf if life is back to normal before uh, Pocono. <laughs> so maybe we'll have like a little two man. Uh, Richmar scramble out there on the course. <laughs> Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. So being a business owner, do you have conversations with other business owners and say, Hey, this NASCAR deal is a really good opportunity. You should look into it. I have, you know, um, my base of, of people is limited to the, to the Lehigh Valley. And, you know, I've said to a few people like, Hey, you know, you should do this even if you just try it and just experience it. Um, cause I've made some great contacts, you know, from the guy that does the designs, the guy that does the crew shirts, people start looking out for you, you know, like, Hey, you should talk to this guy or Hey, you should talk to that guy. And, uh, here's this guy's cell, drop him a text, you know, um, like I said, it all revolves around respect too. And, and being at Martinsville, we got it. And that I race, I mean, was just, you know, phenomenal. The, the, the best budget I've ever spent on racing was that I race by far because, that was just a dream come true for TV coverage. And I mean, even the other, you know, people I know from the other teams were texting me, like as the race was going on, like, yo, congratulations. This is amazing. So happy for you. So that was pretty neat. Yeah. I just wish our logo was a little, our, our logo wasn't really the best logo for the spot it was in, uh, just cause our logo is kind of long. Uh, yeah. but I was like, man, I'm watching this. I was like, there it is. Yeah. It's so exciting <laughs> to see it. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. awesome time. It's exciting. You know, you, you get really excited. I mean, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, my God, what if he actually wins this race? You know, that's um, what we were saying. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. man, we could be in victory that's lane. Sure, that's yeah. sure you guys were, too. I mean, yeah. it was it was crazy, you know, and um, I was so proud of him. I got to talk to him. He was doing interviews for about three hours after the race. He called me finally. And, um, you know, we had a great conversation. And I just told him how proud of him I was. And, and I hope that this turns into something great. And I can tell you that. It has definitely turned into something great for him so far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the coverage he's had, it's, it's been phenomenal. So the cool thing also was um, when Timmy won at um, his the iRacing, was at Texas, I believe? Uh, yeah. They, they're actually going to do like a race win diecast of that car. I didn't know that. Are they really? Yeah. They are. Yeah, they are. So yeah. that's kind of a neat, you know, spin on, you know, this whole turn of events. Obviously, probably the diecast business is is hurting right from not having these these races currently hopefully they make them up but if they don't you know they got to make up i guess some revenue somehow but that's really cool i was really happy to see that for timmy i was excited for timmy i actually on the die cast level i actually have a die cast custom die casts um anthony's custom die cast does a die cast for me from every race i sponsor a car so every time going back to timmy and josh I have uh, a, a replica die cast made of that car. Okay. It's it's called Anthony's, you said? Yeah, Anthony's custom die cast. Okay. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Is it is it a website or just a single guy like on, on eBay? It's on, or? on Facebook. Um, okay. he's, he's got a you know Facebook page. I can I can send that over to you guys then after um, 
after the podcast, but um, he does an awesome job. It's it's really neat to you know something neat that I hope um, someday my my grandkids see and say, wow, you know, Pop was pretty cool. Like he he was on his name was on race cars and stuff. So <laughs> it's a neat memento to have. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so you have a relationship with a lot of these teams. Have you uh, done anything with BJ McLeod's team in the Xfinity series? I haven't done anything with BJ. I met BJ and had um, a great, probably half hour conversation with him in Martinsville. Um, and I had never met him before. And, um, you know, I, um, I, I'm hoping to see him again at, at Pocono and, uh, you know, wherever else we end up this summer and, um, and talk to him about, you know, maybe trying to get him involved as well too. I, I, I really like, um, I really like him a lot. I think that, um, uh, he's a good driver. He's, you know, really down to earth guy. And, um, and obviously he's got a lot of opportunities, you know, driving in cup and, and X, Xfinity, but I haven't worked with him yet. Yeah. So we've, um, met BJ several, several times. Again, like you said, very, very nice guy. His team overall is they'll do bend over backwards for you. Um, and Vinny Miller, we, we have a great relationship with his Xfinity driver, Vinny Miller and Matt Mills. Uh, both are great guys. So if you ever need someone else to help, you know, throw a sponsorship towards, I would definitely recommend Vinny or Matt Mills. That's cool. That's good to know. Yeah, you know, I I really like I really like BJ, and uh, I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that I can get to know him a little bit better as as we move along. Yeah, I I don't think you would be um, uh, trying to think of the best way to put it. Um, you would be very happy to build that relationship with him just because he is growing in the sport. He's doing more with the sport, both on the cup side and Xfinity side. So I think he's someone to watch in the future to build, potentially building a team from a low-level tier team to maybe a mid-level tier team. Um, so anyway, yeah. I like what they really do at BJ McLeod. Yeah, you know, um, it was funny. After the Martinsville race, um, Joey and um, Denny were having a, a fight. And I was down there with with Garrett and my daughter, and my daughter's you know watching the fight on the big screen, and she's like, "Is that near us?" I'm like, "Well, I'm like BJ's right here. Who's gonna mess with him?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I think we're safe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. you've done all this stuff already. So what is your goals? Not what your plans are, but what are your goals in the next couple of years with NASCAR? I think my goals in the next few years in NASCAR is, you know, to, to um, continue sponsoring, of course, you know, primary and associate um, and have fun, you know, have fun doing it. Um, have some fire suits made. Um, I was on a, a podcast with um, NASCAR collectibles a little while ago and they said, are any of your, you know, gear on a, a Panini trading card? And um, I said, well, you know, they have fire suits. Garrett will have a fire suit. Um, Spencer will have one, but I'm like, I want those fire suits, so I don't want them to cut them up. But I thought, well, <laughs> how? And I thought about it afterwards. I thought, well, how cool would that be if my logo was on a trading card? That would be really neat, right? Heck yeah. You know, so um, like I said to you earlier, I want to, you know, get in with these guys. You know, when they when they have events, um, you know, when the teams have events, you know, I want them to think about us. You know, we can basically travel to Carolina. It's not too bad for us to, to set up a large event. I mean, we've done the we've done flyers to the U.S. Open, so there isn't really too much we can't do. Um, and um, you know, like I said, maybe do you know some of their weddings. You know, as these guys start getting a little bit older, start getting you know married. You know, say hey, you know, we're gonna have a wedding in Carolina. Come down, uh, work with us. So you know, just trying to build some brand awareness and trying to do some fun things. You know. Um, trying to have some more celebrity endorsements with things where, you know, guys like, you know, 
you know, BJ say, Hey, you know, I saw you on, you know, Garrett's car, you know, Hey, let's work together. You know, I, my guy's getting married here. Let's, let's talk about how we can do this or, Hey, you know, we got a really big event coming up. We've got a big uh, corporate anniversary. I'm going to need some stuff. Why don't you come down here and take care of that for us? So that's basically what I want to do. You know, I, I want, um, I'm not looking for Jimmy Johnson to say to me, Hey, you know, come, come to my house and do flowers. But you know, at the same time, I'm, I'm hoping that some of the guys that I know can network me out and say, Hey, you know, this, this driver's getting married. He should be calling you that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, awesome. that could be huge. I mean, there's a lot of young guns in that garage that could potentially uh, use your services. Exactly. You know, so that's, that's pretty much my goal with that. Um, you know, and, and just keep, just keep chugging along, you know, um, and, and, maybe even grow the company out through 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 sports i know that sports has helped us dramatically you know whether people are at the uh, phantoms you know seeing our name on a dashboard or they're winning a flower giveaway at the iron pigs you know i I know that that stuff is working and just to keep it keep it going and, and keep enjoying it i have a passion personally for sports so I mean, what better way to be involved in it than on the back end of it and still being able to, you know, take in a sporting event and um, and be a big part of it. Uh, John, I've got a question for you. You said just a second ago you were on a, a Diecast Collectibles podcast. Uh, no, it was like a NASCAR. Um, it was like a NASCAR podcast, uh, like slash Zoom meeting with a couple um, uh, sports card collectors that oh, okay. I follow on. Um, to follow on 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 twitter and you know we were they were just talking things you know, these were guys that had like some really cool collectibles like the one guy had like a you know dale junior dale senior fire suit and, and all that stuff wow. and um gotcha. they got me on i could talk about the same things i was talking about with you you know like how these collectibles are kind of cool because they're one of a kind and they're mine you know like it, it has my logo on it you know which is which is really neat yeah, that's a big deal. One of these days, my face is going to be on a car like Corey LaJoy's. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll you got to get the die cast, you know, um, <laughs> you got to get the hats made. Um, it, it's neat. You know, fans love it. Spencer is doing, um, just did a hat giveaway for us. And, I mean, we grew our you know, Twitter followers through that. And he's having a good time with it. You know, how cool is that that somebody from, you know, that's nowhere near me wants that richmar florist hat i think that's really neat yeah it is it is uh what's the what's the one track that you have to make it to at some point i would love to get to daytona uh the only problem is that being in the flower industry daytona is usually around valentine's day (laughs) yeah true very true yes yes uh so that gets a little tough you know valentine's day is our single busiest day of the year um my daughter and I were saying we would love to go to Texas. We would love to go to Bristol. I mean, obviously coming out to, um, you know, uh, the Brickyard would, would be a lot of fun too. So, I mean, uh, I, I want to expand some horizons, and especially after all of this is said and done, you know, stop kind of just taking, going to Pocono, not for granted, but maybe just building off of that experience and, and taking in some of these other places. Um, I loved going to Martinsville, you know, like I said, I would, I would go back there again, but, um, and I would love to see some of these other places too, and uh, kind of make an effort for that that I, I haven't done in the past. Yeah, we have we haven't been to Pocono, but it definitely is on our radar somewhere we want to go. Martinsville as well. So uh, we appreciate the feedback on that because that's just enticing us want to go more. So the hot dogs are pretty good. I mean, they're they're a little strange looking, 
Um, and my, my nine-year-old daughter was like, why is this hot dog red? <laughs> like, oh, this is incredible. We got to get more, you know? So, um, Pocono doesn't really have like a, a food thing per se. So it was kind of neat to, to see that, um, yeah, Martinsville had it. I saw Texas has like a taco bar or something, uh, in the infield that sounded kind of cool. So, um, <laughs> You know, it's it's pretty neat to to see what other places do, and and I got to make more of an effort to do that, especially you know now that we have the access and and have the availability to call one of these teams up and say, hey, you know, I'd, I'd like to come out there, can you host me? You know, so I, I think I need to take more advantage of that, and I, I haven't done that. Yeah, absolutely. And how, you say your daughter's nine? Yeah, she'll be ten this year. Yeah. Okay, so I my daughter's nine as well, and I have not taken her to a race yet. My goal is to take her this year, and I that unfortunately our plans may be screw now but uh yeah. from a nine-year-old's perspective does she really enjoy it uh, well i mean if you get like the celebrity treatment of walking out for <laughs> intros and um, oh i guess it yeah picture with everybody and getting everybody's autograph i mean um <laughs> you know you're hooked for life yeah <laughs> I, I didn't think about that but yeah you're back. right <laughs> so um she had a blast i um I didn't really know what to expect, you know, from her. We sat in the pit box. Her and I sat in the pit box because Garrett's pit box isn't like a gigantic one like, you know, some of the other teams are. Her and I sat up there, and she had the scanner on, so she was listening to all the bad things that some of the drivers were saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, she got, like I said, she got the royal treatment. I mean, that girl has no reason not to love racing for the rest of her life, you know, for what – uh, Rick's team did for her what front row did for her, you know, what what any driver did, you know, BJ and uh, up to even Jimmy, t- you know, taking his time to turn around and sign for her. And, um, you know, it, it just anybody that I knew, Daniel Hemrick, you know, took time to talk to her, take a picture with her. I had played poker with Daniel at um, Pocono, used to host a charity tournament. He and I were at the same table. So it was kind of neat, you know. I, I've I've known Daniel as he's as he's progressed um, in the world as well too, and and he remembers that. So it was neat catching up with him at Martinsville too. And she's got no reason not to be hooked. Um, <laughs> if you were just sitting in the stands, well, I don't know. But um, she is not your average nine year old. She is completely spoiled. Um, every kind of sports thing that we're involved in knows her and gives her like incredible treatment she dropped a puck at the phantoms game i mean this kid when i when i die and come back i'm coming back as charlotte I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> i can tell you that right now uh, that's that's who i want to be when i grow up <laughs> that's funny well good yeah. for her good for her so yeah, john john thanks for joining us tonight it's been it's been great getting your perspective and talking to you yeah, thank you. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoy talking business and uh, enjoy talking about fast cars and, and racing and uh, the relationships I have with people in the garage. I'm I'm more than grateful to them, and um, it's it's been a blast. I'm looking forward to, you know, many more years of it. So for our fans that are listening, if they wanted flowers, how would they go about getting flowers from you? Uh, easiest way is just to go right on our website. You know, it's richmoreflorist.com. If you're not sure you're at the right place, the little flyer will go through. You'll see uh, Garrett's car. You'll see David's car from last year until we get the new ones. You'll see, you know, that we're uh, a sponsor of NASCAR. We can send something, you know, anywhere that you uh, want it to be sent to. We have a network of florists that we can do. So, um, you know, fans can um, – can can call us they can support us they can you know go online and, and like i said we can send it anywhere in the country so it's, it's kind of nice if they want more personal service you know all of our phones are answered by in-house uh 
employees, mostly longtime employees. They're not outsourced, you know, so you're not talking to somebody that has, you know, no idea, you know, what part of the country you're in. You know, you're talking to somebody that has years of experience, can get you out of the doghouse, can express your sympathy, can express your happiness, you know, all of those things. And Bubba, if you're listening, reach out to John. Yeah, yeah, answer answer that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Again, John, thank you very much. Uh, please stay in touch. Uh, this was very enjoyable. I, I appreciate you uh, reaching out and getting this set up. Yeah, absolutely. I was happy to do it. You know, if you guys are going to make it out to Pocono, you, you got my number, you know, let me know. We'll, we'll get you out here. We'll show you a good time. Sounds great. Absolutely. Sounds good. Well, thank you, and you have a great night, and uh, good luck to you in the future, and we'll see your logo, and we'll do everything we can to help push it for you as well. Hey, thanks. Yeah, keep an eye out for it. We've got a fun year. Um, you know, uh, keep an eye out for our hero cards and all that stuff, and um, we're talking with Spencer and Garrett about uh, doing some cross-promotion uh, apparel that they're going to sell in their, their personal stores. So um, we've got a lot of fun things on tap. Definitely stay tuned. Awesome. Thanks again, John. No problem, guys. Have a good night. You too. And folks, that was John with Rich Mar Florist. So check out his Facebook page, his Twitter page. Check out his website if you need flowers. Really appreciate him taking the time. Uh, we have not had the sponsor perspective. Uh, we're always pushing the sponsors on the show because we are loyal to NASCAR. Uh, but having his perspective from inside the sport was very fascinating, actually. I'm um, getting to hear a lot of stuff that maybe we had anticipated but didn't know or maybe stuff we didn't know at all so it's a very good insight yeah thanks again john yeah um so now let's talk about well let's talk about next week real quick next week's episode because obviously with the season being the way it is at the current moment and next week's an off week we're going to do not a very big episode but we want to do a fan episode so if you're interested in calling in talking to us for a few minutes on air reach out to us wrecking racing at gmail.com to get something set up now let's talk about fantasy points. Let's do it. Do it to it. So I have to do points this week because Lugs' computer died on him a moment ago. <laughs> All right, so how you want to break this down? I'm not used to doing this part of the show there, Lugs. Tell me what to do and how to do it. I would just say give us the names of the people that have scored some bonus points. That should be the three columns there with the... So bonus points week one... We had Wade, Eddie, Tracy gain extra points. We're doing 10 points, right, mm-hmm. per win. Mm-hmm. Week two, we had Tyler Ellington and Lugs. Mm-hmm. Week three, we had Tyler Ellington and Lugs and Joseph Adams. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Lugs and Tyler's making up some uh, fantasy points. This year. <laughs> I pulled out of last place. <laughs> Woo! Hey, that's the first time I ever heard you talking about pulling out anywhere. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so uh, let's do a recap of points. We got Jessica Mueller first with 310. Tyler, it's funny because if I am correct, if not, then I look like an idiot. If I'm correct, Tyler is actually Jessica's fiance. And he's in second at 303, seven points behind. Ooh, he's gaining. So if he can if he can guess the next iRacing winner, he'll actually take first. <laughs> I know Jessica's not going to guess right. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Adams is third with 296. Eric Stewart's fourth with 290. Donna Mitchell is fifth with 290. I've not heard from Donna or from um, her boyfriend Gordon in a while. Eddie Greer, 287. Wade, 284. Daniel Cameron, 278. Jeff Stainhook, 270. Seth Reeder, 267. Me, the Magnificent Gas Man, 262. Gordon Carr, 256. 
Tracy Lore two forty eight, Saka two forty one, Mike Stewart two twenty one, uh, Miller who was our mystery host or a guest host a couple weeks ago was is two eighteen, Travis Totten two sixteen, Joe Schlasky two eleven, Lugs two hundred two, and the bottom feeder for the second year in a row, John <laughs> Elliott at two hundred. We've all broken two hundred points. Woo! Yeah, I mean, really, there's only a hundred points difference between first and last. It's not terrible. I it's guess. it's not. It's really not because we've seen those numbers appear and disappear all over last season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So John Elliott, you still have a chance. I don't have much faith in you, but you still have a chance. <laughs> Everybody from here on out's going to be selecting Byron and Timmy or Smithley yeah. as their picks yeah. for, the, for iRacing. And Johnny, no, I'm just giving you shit. John's one of our more loyal listeners. He communicates with us a lot. I'm just giving him crap. It'd be awesome if you can come back and win this. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Yeah, it sure is. Because who knows uh, when we're going to get back to racing, so you still got some uh, time to get some bonus points. Let's say there's five more iRacing events, okay? Mm-hmm. And you w- get the winner that's each 50 time. Points that's right 50 there. points. That's, that's half the deficit. Yeah. Bingo. No, it's racing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible joke. I know. Um Anything else, man? No, I did again, John. Thank you. I'm going to uh, stay in touch with you. I hope, and uh, maybe one of these days we'll get to Pocono and we can hang out and drink a beer. We talked about going to Pocono this we did. year. We did because of the doubleheader. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it since. No, um, yeah, well, we'll just leave it we'll at that. We'll so we'll maybe in the, in the near future, we'll a lot have of, more a lot, of a, a lot of cloudy future here. So yeah, exactly. Who knows? Exactly. Uh, so anyway, folks, you want to reach out and talk to us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Check out our website, wreckingracing.com. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested in, in talking to us next week during our episode, reach out to us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. So we don't get overloaded. We'll probably schedule you like a 10-minute period, and we'll kind of go from there, depending on how many people want to want to talk to us on air. So yeah, we could talk about anything. Anything we want. Racing, personal, personal questions about us and yeah. our wonderful lives yeah amid this corona pandemic or yeah. whatever you want to talk about yep so anyway folks uh, have a good week we'll talk to you next week and the check and flag waves on this episode tune in next week to keep updated on all things nascar please like us on itunes and follow us on podbean we'd like to hear from you so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com thanks again and see you soon